Hello and welcome to Radio Maria. This is Credo, a program in which we have a guest speaking about a theological or a scriptural um, topic. And today is the last of um, 10 series that we've been having from the um, beloved Father Vlad Flotsman, who is being um, broadcast through the uh, internet to us, and I have the pleasure of seeing him right now um, on my laptop screen. Hello, Father Vlad. Hello. And um, happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to well, you too. you are. And um, tell us a little bit about what you're going to be speaking about today, Father. The theme is generally better together, hmm. and I think we'll gradually understand why I have that title. Wonderful. And later on in this program, we will be able to answer questions, and we do encourage that. So if anyone wants to call in and ask a question, um, you know the number. It's 012233755564. And Father Vlad always likes taking taking callers. So would you begin with a prayer for us, and then we go straight into it, Father? Yes. Loving God. We thank you for being here together. We thank you for creation. I ask you to help all those people in need who are suffering right now. And I praise you for the beauty of creation. So may we come closer to each other and that's closer to you as a result of this afternoon. Amen. See, Catholic Christianity is a religion of the and. I mean, God is one and three. Jesus is God and man. Mary is virgin and mother. The church is laity and priesthood. The kingdom of God is here on earth and in heaven. Vatican II in its constitution on the sacred liturgy reminded us that Christ is present at mass in four ways, in the priest, the sacred species, and the word and the congregation and is everywhere. At the start of Matthew's Gospel, we read that the Messiah is to be Emmanuel, God with us. The Gospel ends with Jesus saying, I will be with you always until the end of time. So wherever I am, I'm alive and God is alive with me and in me. Thus, wherever we are, we are together with God. However, because God loves us and thus not only values us, we are precious in his eyes, he respects us and thus does not force himself onto us. We need to be open to his presence if we are to benefit from, even delight in that presence, his relationship with us. Hence, going to Mass, reading the Gospels, praying, sensing his presence in those around us. A lover's and thus God's love is not just with us, but in us. It is within us. Conversely, to believe in God is to commit ourselves into God. It is to be within God and thus be eternal. To believe in God is to be, to be alive in God. Thanks to God's love for us and in us we are redeemed. The motto of Clapham College by Secondary Education's alma mater, now no longer there, was concordia resparve crescunt, in harmony small things grow. 
better together was a principal campaign slogan for a no vote in the 200, 2014 Scottish independence referendum. Unidate Fortior, stronger in, by unity, is the motto of the Army Navy Club in London. And of course, the Musketeers, all for one, one for all. Unity, community, shalom, peace. Brexit has made it all too palpably clear that going it alone has had and will continue to have massive negative impact on the UK and much else. Just think about life. To get anything done, you have to select a target and obtain motivation to reach it. Tougher the goal, the greater must be the motivation. Longer it takes to reach the objective, the more enduring must the motivation be. To get to the end of our life united with God, we have to be struggling throughout our life. We need to have ambition and yet be realistic. Wise to cut one's coat according to one's cloth. Tap into your potential or ability, your pies of life, and develop and use self-discipline. Have enough work and have enough time for your family life is vital to get that balance right. Have a serious drive and an ability can convert dreams into reality, no matter how challenging these may be. On earth, both body and spirit are essential for life. To the title of this talk, I added the adjective generally, as there are exceptions. I've heard, alas, all too often, I married him, her for life, not for the impossible. Then, of course, being together can be one-sided, asymmetrical. As the Indian Army in Flanders 1915 found out, good for Britain, not so good for those soldiers from her vast colony. You will probably have come across the phrase, united we stand, divided we fall, a saying attributed to the storyteller Aesop, 7th century BCE. In truth, it's truth as taught by Jesus, if a house divided against itself cannot stand, it's still valid, hence this talk. In my later years, I try to be both optimist and a realist. As Oscar Wilde would have put it, we may all be in the gutter, but I am looking at the stars. Rather than competing with more gifted folk, I prefer aiming to achieve the best I can with what I have pushing my personal best ever up onwards. I hope this talk, dear listener, will help you achieve a more united, peaceful and flourishing future in your neighbourhood. I've structured my ideas around the framework of the pies, the physical and intellectual and emotional and spiritual components of our life. So looking at the physical, you can't tie a parcel with just one hand. You need both left and right. To achieve results, you need not only prayer, but also action. To illustrate this point, I tend to use the old story of Yannick. Yannick, a man of great faith, keeps praying to God, please God, to help my family, may I win the state lottery. Suddenly, in his prayer, he hears God's voice, Yannick, 
if you want my help, buy yourself a lottery ticket. Prayer is great, but it also needs work on our part. Look around your manor where you live. Good buildings and green spaces together work better for healthy communities. Local communities use green space for physical exercise, typically tennis, as well as social interactions and relaxation. We as a team of individuals, each expert in their field is better than an I trying to be a jack of all trades, master of none. A team of even just two can often perform far better than a solitary individual ever can. Think carrying a letter, hanging a picture, erecting scaffolding, pollarding a tree. Together with another human life, life can be far better fun. Think hitting a tennis ball or kicking a football. Think enjoying a meal or drinking alcohol. A fellow cleric admitted to me that he had bought a dog, so he would not have to take his inevitable, he said, nighttime tipple alone. Better together, even with a dog. Think looking and listening when crossing a road. Films took a giant leap forward when in 1923 they started to have sound. A successful relationship, people need to use not just their mouth but also their ears in their proportion, two to one. A number of times in my life, people have told me that so-and-so thinks you're very intelligent. Those so-and-sos spent all the meal talking and I just listening, nodding my head. How intelligent I am. We need sounds to hear and silence to enable us to reflect on what is being said or played. Lectio Divina, we need to read and pause and think silently. With any medical problem, it's good to treat the symptoms and ascertain the causes. People feeling depressed have low serotonin levels in their brains, and this can be treated with at least short-term improvements. However, the causes of their depression will be a mix of bad biological, psychological, and social experiences, perhaps a lack of sunlight, griefs, emotions associated with loss of someone, even just the pet beloved. Some depressions stem from almost initially subconscious memories of childhood traumas. These may have been physical, emotional, or sexual abuse, maybe a mix of all those. In World War II on the Eastern Front, it was better to have the inexhaustible source of Russian soldiers and the vast quantity of trucks, jeeps, tanks, and much else supplied by the USA. Together, these vanquished the Nazi Wehrmacht, meaning defense power, given its hideous aggression, a grim oxymoronic title for that army. The Battle of Waterloo, 1815, was won by the armies of both the Duke of Wellington, who prayed, give me knight or give me Blücher, and his Prussian ally, General Gerhard Blücher. The arrival of the Prussians and their attack on the right changed everything. The supermarine Spitfire, which first flew in March 1935, a heroic icon of World War II, needed both the inventor of the airframe, Reginald Mitchell, 
and the brilliant Rolls-Royce water-cooled Merlin engine, if it was to perform as it did. In case you wondered, the Spitfire was named after Anne, the daughter of the manufacturer's chairman, Sir Robert MacLeod, who called her my little Spitfire. I bet you didn't know that. Now you might get yourself a drink if you can tell someone that. In World War II, it was Churchill and Stalin and the USA together that beat Hitler. UK and the USA and Canada succeeded on D-Day. Currently, in its Ukrainian courage and USA and UK supplied arms, Ukraine is forcing Russians to think twice. To produce a top racehorse, its owner needs both a top stud and a top trainer. Then to win races, they need both a top horse and a top jockey. For safe driving, a car needs an accelerator and a brake. We need wakefulness full of creativity and sleep to help our brain recover and minimize the risk of dementia. Harvard researchers found that individuals who slept fewer than five hours per night were twice as likely to develop dementia and twice as likely to die early compared to those who slept six to eight hours per night. Researchers in Europe examined data from 8,000 participants and found that consistently sleeping six hours or less was associated with a 30% increase in dementia risk. It's both good to drink both coffee and tea in proportion qualities. Coffee is a potent source of healthy antioxidants. It provides a short-term memory boost and helps protect against dementia. I now drink at least two cups of coffee a day once I learned that. Because given my age, 84 almost, one thing I fear is loss of my brains. Tea is also its benefits. Tea contains antioxidants that prevent the body's version of rust and thus help to keep us young and protect us damage from pollution. So enjoy the cover. The title of the February 2023 International Casinos Exhibition was Stronger Together. Folk with gambling problems need support from their peers. On their own, they're very unlikely to succeed. Gambling Anonymous, like Alcoholics Anonymous, knows that what people can't achieve on their own, together with others, they can and they do. Fitness is a result of not just proper training, but also a correct diet and a positive mindset. Sporting success is a child of both ambition and humility. Some would call that realism. Now there are both male and female elite footy players. Women's Association football is played at the professional level in multiple countries throughout the world, and 176 national teams participate internationally. Although the first golden age of women's football occurred in the UK in the 1920s, with one match attracting 50,000 spectators, the Football Association, run by men, initiated a ban in 1921 in England that disallowed women's football from taking place in grounds used by member clubs. And that ban remained effective until 71. 
The prefix con is a variant of con, meaning together. So at the heart of the word is labor, meaning work. Competitors in any sport need not be enemies if they return to the origin of that word, competito, we strive together. On earth, time is not only a threat, we might die any minute, but also an opportunity to develop and grow. I'm both mortal and immortal. My body's due to die, designed to die. However, I'm alive in eternity now and will be there with God after my body has died. My death will, I suspect, be both negative for my friends and excellent for me, enabling me finally to be born into divine eternity and see the face of God. And while I think of that, how about some nice music?
Having looked at the physical, we can now move on to the intellectual dimension of our life. To get a handle on reality, we need to look and see, to listen and hear. Recently, this was brought home to me as I visited a family. Seeing the lady of the house sorting out a daughter's laundry, I joked, typical, getting her mum to do the work. She replied, actually, she is clearing up after last night's party in the parish hall. I'd made my comment before I had got the full picture. Easily done. In this case, without causing harm or pain. I'm never too old to learn. Remember the question, what is two plus two? Answer, are we buying or selling? Remember that each of us have three brains, the head or cephalic brain, the heart, the cardiac, and a gut, enteric brain. With age, I have learned that to get the best possible take on reality, it is wise to listen to all our three brains, the head, the heart, and the gut. The cephalic brain has two hemispheres, one which tends to be dominant, though both together do a better job. The right brain is creative, intuitive, artistic, nonverbal, emotional, musical, and imaginative. And the left brain is logical, analytical, linear, factual, verbal, and sequential. Our second brain is located not in our head, but in our tummy, or to be more specific, in the digestive system, which operates independently of our head brain. As they say, trust your gut feeling. The third is our heart. Being aware of and listening to all three is wise. To excel, we need to use both of our brain hemispheres. Like the left and right ventricles of the heart are equally important. Left brain people are more organized and systematic. Right brain people are more creative and intuitive. Functions on the left side of the brain are analytical, logical, and computational. The right side of our brain is in charge of visual awareness imagination, emotion, spatial abilities, face recognition, music awareness, etc. Left brain factors are deemed to include understanding the sum of any situation. According to neuroscience research, the left side of the brain is positively stimulated by new experiences. It controls the immune system and is responsive for the involuntary bodily functions like breathing, heart rate and digestion. The Chinese philosophical concept of the yin and yang, light and dark, negative and positive, describes how obviously opposite or contrary forces may actually be complementary, interconnected and interdependent, and how they may give rise to each other as they interrelate to one another. Yin is the receptive and yang the active participle. Seen in all forms of change and differences, such as the annual cycle, winter and summer, male and female. The term dualistic monism or dialectical monism has been coined in an attempt to express this fruitful paradox of simultaneously unity and duality. Yin and yang can be thought of as complementary, not opposing forces that interact to form a dynamic system in which the whole is greater than the parts. I mean, think of a football team 
you have the defenders and the attackers. You need both. If you have great attackers, you might be letting in an awful lot of goals. If you've got great defense, but no attack, you may not win much, you might draw, but you're unlikely to win in the long run. When making a choice or deciding how to act, it's wise to consider both the past and the future, to remember the consequences of past actions and avoid making the same mistakes again. As I mentioned before, one of my talks in 1959, while working in Argyle on a civil engineering project, a ganger fell ill. I suggested to the manager that Bill, who had been working for the company for the past 32 years, could take over. Oh, he answered, oh no, Bill has not got 32 years experience. He has had one year's experience 32 times. Bill had learned nothing and kept making the same mistakes each year. That conversation has stayed with me ever since. Natural to see the world in terms of us and them. For millennia, tribes were welded into unity by fighting the enemy the other. No wonder races see other races as threatening. Deep down in our reptilian brain, we are racists, good to admit, and compensate for that centrifugal xenophobic instinct. In his Good Samaritan parable, Jesus made perfectly clear that in the kingdom of God, there is no us and them, but a global we. We are all in it together, in one divine family. Not easy, but so life enriching when we manage to see and embrace that reality. For me, men and women, both made to the image and likeness of God, are radically equal yet clearly different. Thank God. Otherwise, how would there be the next generation? In the kingdom of God, where Jesus Christ came to inaugurate, teach and live, there is equality of all. St. Paul taught this clearly in his letter to the Galatians. There is neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free. There's no male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. To make sense of life, we need to consider both the present and remember the past. To make sense of what is said or written, we need both words and take care of the punctuation. The classic, a woman, comma, without her, comma, man is a savage. A woman without a man, comma, is a savage. May both be true. Top people are both serious thinkers and have a sense of humour. Laughter is a personal serious medicine and a powerful communal glue. It's also a non-violent weapon of resistance to tyranny and sustaining hope. Science and faith, like yin and yang, as we saw a few weeks ago, are complementary. Science studies the parts to see how they work. Faith unites the parts to see what they mean. The left side brain, being analytic and linear, deals with science, investigating and explaining what and how things are. The right, holistic and integrative side is interested in relationships and meaning. The why, moreover by who? God. To understand life, we need both science and faith. 
In fact, science in its perception faith to accept the existence of unseen causes of palpable fact. Things fall. Science accepts there must be gravity, which they can't see. The molecules were always there. That fact was discovered only in 1926 by the French physicist Jean Perrin, who received the Nobel Peace Prize for providing conclusively the existence of molecules. Dark matter and dark energy are names for phenomena we cannot see, yet believe must be there because there is more gravitation than our theorists predicted. The first real evidence for dark matter came in 1933. Scientists became convinced they believed that there must be a source of gravitation we cannot see. The only source of gravitation we know is matter. What we cannot see appears at dark to us, therefore it's called dark matter. The universe is expanding faster than our theorists predict. Thus, scientists believe that there must be an invisible force that does that. The only source of force we know is energy. Discovered in 1998, we don't know what dark energy is, and therefore we call it dark energy, but we know it's there. Many years ago, as I studied the human brain, and then much later the DNA, I realized and became convinced that there must be a magnificent intelligence shaping the brain, which has been evolving for millennia. There had to be a creator God. Absolutely. It's good to have a strong personal faith and respect the faith of others. Reality is one. Perceptions are personal and affected by intelligence, education and culture. Belonging shapes believing in its values, and that in turn influences our behavior with its virtues and alas vices. Intelligent, intellectual intelligence and emotional intelligence and spiritual intelligence together make life much richer. Mensah manages intellectual intelligence and a person's IQ. EI, emotional intelligence, is the ability to control our emotions and understand those of others. Spiritual intelligence is the ability to access deeper meaning, values, purposes, and our own unconsciousness, maybe that even of others. It seems to me that there are many conceptual disjunctives which can become conjunctives, shaping a sharper, more truthful take on reality. My education has enabled me to enjoy life and others, to enjoy my company, or so it seems. Everyone can teach me something. Life has taught me that. Like stopped clocks, even fools can be sometimes right. History shows that to progress, humanity needs to continue, not only to look and discover, but also to think, imagine and invent. To succeed as an entrepreneur, you need not only in, in, invention, but also production. Remember Samuel Colt, an inventor needed Eli Whitney Jr., an engineer businessman, successfully to set up the Colt Armory in 1855, the first, world's first mass-produced assembly line, a model picked up and developed by Hitler's friend Henry Ford. For success, Formula One and Formula Two and Three cars need both a great car and a great driver. 
as well as an intelligent, experienced and committed management team. To thrive, a half-decent country is both independent, legislative, juridical and executive branches of government, and also a free press. In a country, there is the state and there is civil society, with its families, communities, charities, philanthropic associations, religious congregations, neighbours, groups, and the like. When discussing politics, it's wise to bear both in mind. In law, it is better to have both legal and restorative justice. When I was looking after St. Patrick's Parish in Wapping, back in 2014-15, a young man who had been arrested for stealing a car burst into tears when its owner, a mother of three-year-old boy, told him that her son had not slept for weeks because in that car he had lost his teddy bear. A man who had been burglar for 20 years suddenly stopped. He learned a very tight restorative lesson. His own house had been burgled and, until then, he had never realised how painful to the victim that crime had felt. There is legality and there's morality. They're not the same. What may be legal may not be moral. What may be moral, like professing your faith, may not in a tyranny, a tyranny or a dictatorship be legal. In a liberal culture, abortion may be legal, but it is not moral. For me, I hope for you, dear reader, morality trumps legality. Live a moral life rather than just a legal life. There is an inner directed society and another directed society. The inner is steered by its belief, the outer by what others are doing. Whatever the cultural weather, remember you are captain of your own ship, whose destination should be eternal life with God. To be born a great opera is both a great composer and a great liberist. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was blessed with meeting Lorenzo da Ponte, a Roman Catholic priest who wrote the libretti of three of Mozart's most celebrated operas, The Marriage of Figaro, Don Giovanni and Cosi Fan Tutte. I love to have met that priest. To discover meaning is essential to see and talk. If you see three people eating the same salad at a restaurant, you might wonder whether they are vegetarians, maybe trying to lose weight, or maybe because of their religious dietary laws. Ask and you might find out. Unless you ask questions and hear answers, you can only guess what is going on in anybody's heart and mind. I accept that I'm learned and ignorant. I do not know what both in quality and quantity I do not know. The more I read and talk, the more I realise my ignorance. I know so little about nature with its trees, shrubs, flowers and butterflies and so much more. I know so little about cooking. In any human heart, there are both reasons and intuitions. We have both a mind thinking and a heart and gut feeling to use them all. 
the CFE has shown that women are as capable of men in their hierarchical roles. CFE converted married clergy have evidence that as Roman Catholic priests, they are no less committed than their celibate confrères. Why not have both celibate and married clergy? Viri Prabhati, with years of experience working as layman, could resonate with the Pauline description of priesthood there in his letter to Timothy, 1 Timothy 3. The English language is both relatively rich and at times confusing, for a foreigner at least. An advert that claims the product is both great on quality and great on price uses the word great totally in opposite meanings. A great price is a small price. Great quality is a high quality. Poor foreigners, both high and low. Both Hebrew and Greek philosophies have shaped Christianity's belief systems. In my trade as a priest, I need to constantly repent just to change myself, and I need to work on helping others to turn their own lives around. Years ago, I came across a serenity prayer, you know, handy for anyone keen to help God. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Written probably 1932-33 by the American Reinhold Niebuhr. For a successful surgical operation, we need both competent surgeons and anaesthetists and nurses, as well as an efficient cleaning, sanitizing team. A film or play needs a director and a cast and a producer, as well as that long list of people whose names appear on the credits. So let's pause for a moment and think about that with a bit of music.
You're listening to Radio Maria, and that was Tenebrae, uh, conducted by Nigel Short, singing Virga Jesse by Bruckner. And um, we've been listening to Father Vlad talk about um, giving us the last of his 10 talks, which is very sad, but um, perhaps we'll have him on again in the future. And if you have a, a question, there's a little bit of time. We're having to finish a little bit earlier today, but there still is a bit of time. So the number is 012233755564. I'm going to hand over to you again, Father Vlad. Yep. As we move, we move on to the emotional side of things. A strong and healthy relationship of love generated by harmony of values is built on the three A's, attention, appreciation, and affection, and three C's, communication, compromise, and commitment. When backed up by equality, fidelity, gratitude, and honesty, <coughs> and each living to make the other's life a joy, marriage can indeed be mutually enduring, life-enhancing. Remember both joy and sorrow shared unite. Bereaved, cry and get over it. Life is too short to waste time on moping. At times life is both beautiful and sad, c'est la vie. In love there has to be a lover and a beloved, the I and the you, generating a we. As in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, I'm inclined to believe that the Roman Catholic Church was right to insert filioque, father and son, into the Nicene Creed. The Holy Spirit is the outcome of the father's and son's mutual love, an I and the you, generating the Holy Spirit, a we. We need to develop sympathy and empathy if you want to become an attractive human being. Diversity is recognised in respecting and celebrating each other's differences. A diverse environment is one with a wide range of backgrounds and mindsets, which allows for an empowered culture of creativity and innovation. Love is both a noun, you are my love, and a verb, I love you. Indeed, to love myself as I am, as well as aiming to improve my personal best, transcending my current state by becoming the best version of myself is vital. I'm both God's lover and his beloved. Lover because beloved. Therefore, Alight, alive in my right brain, I move into action through the left, where I know I'm here to help God make this world a better place. The spiritual things. It is both good to be grateful for what we have and ask for what we need. I will start Mass with those taps, thanking, asking, praising and saying sorry, rather than just calling to mind our sins. God is a verb. God loves. Like gravity, God is ubiquitous, unseen, even when ignored, always there. Thanks to Jesus Christ's Paschal Resurrection, which declare his divinity, and then 50 days later, the palpable effects at Pentecost, we know that God is relational. After all, to love you, you have to relate. Whenever I read the Gospels, I try to imagine how people saw Jesus while he walked on earth. As a runner becomes the victor only once he has crossed the finishing line, Jesus was seen as divine only after his death and resurrection. During his life on earth, I do not believe he ever felt divine. He merely tried to bring the kingdom of God down to earth. We read in Genesis 
that we are made to the image of God. We are both male and female. So coming to the word God from that perspective, in God there is the Father, Son, and Ruach, the feminine Hebrew spirit. By God, we give, know, and love. We have freedom and responsibility. As a child of God, noblesse oblige. Thanks to God's generosity, I know I have the embryos of the three theological virtues, faith, hope, and love. And we, I am, we all are, shaped by both nature and nurture. I, we, well I do, need both victory and defeat to strive and to fail, so as to become more Christ-like, compassionate, understanding, forgiving the failures of others. As Winston Churchill put it, success is the ability to go from one failure to another with no loss of enthusiasm. And I'll just finish off with that lovely John Donne poem. No man is an island entire of itself. Each is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a clod is washed away by the sea, Europe is the less. As well as if a promontory were, as well as if a manor of thine own or of thine friends were, each man's death diminishes me, for I'm involved in mankind. Therefore, send not to know for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. And having come to the end of these ten talks, they toll for me. So I'll finish off with just a little prayer. Father, I thank you for allowing me to give these talks. They've forced me to think and to discover more. And I hope it has helped other people a bit. Maybe always think of each other, pray for each other as we journey on through life, being wiser and more spiritually motivated, thanks to Radio Maria. Amen. Amen. And we would like to thank you, Father Vlad, for these last 10 talks. It's been uh, really wonderful. And um, this is not the end of uh, our uh, friendship with you. So we hope that we do have a chance to hear from you again. But um, until next time, thank you very much and goodbye. All the best to everybody. Bye-bye.